Boom! There it is, ladies and gents, doing it a little bit early. Let's get this show on the road. We got some major milestones that we just crossed here at the Business Bros Podcast, and we're doing some rebranding. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's do it. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Bros! All right, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of the Business Bros! Milestones! Milestones are those things that we conquer after progressive struggle, after we put one foot in front of the other, after we didn't know what we were doing and we we're going to figure it out as we go through anyways. And a couple milestones for me in my life recently. Uh, first one that happened was last week. We crossed episode 1000. <laughs> Yep, thank you, I thank you, thank you, and hopefully for these thousands episodes... Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Exactly, right? I mean, we've had some fun. A thousand episodes, we've interviewed over 750 entrepreneurs. It's been one amazing ride, and I've learned so much along the way. Everything from how we create our content to putting on a great show, uh, and even being able to communicate and learn from the people that have been on the show. So we've done a thousand episodes. That was the first milestone that we've come across. And that was super amazing for us, uh, for me specifically, a thousand. I mean, how many times have you done things and you've stuck to it? When we first started on this show, we decided, uh, well, I dragged James into it and I told him we were going to do this for three years, five days a week. And he committed to that. But we kept, well, I continue to, to move forward. And after a thousand episodes, we're going to hit a rebrand. We're going to do a couple things a little bit different on the business bros. And I'll tell you about that here in a second. So a thousand episodes, right? There are a lot of things that you would love to accomplish in your life. And in order for you to do those things, you need to get better and improve. In class, uh, you guys know, I teach high school, 17-year-old high school students, a course, a course called Financial Algebra. And part of the rebrand that we're doing here is I am shifting the time frame in which we do the podcast, and I'm bringing this show into the classroom. So if you're picking, if you're trying to select a date, for example, to be on the show, first of all, it's ten weeks out, right? So we're booking into October at the moment. And if you're going to book a date, you're going to notice some different time spots. They're not going to be at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time anymore. They're going to be earlier in the day and you have different spots to pick from because the interview is going to happen in my classroom. Plus side, you're going to have a live studio audience to listen to your episode. You're going to have real ambitious 17-year-old people who are anxious to get into that entrepreneurial space, asking you as the entrepreneur who's on the show all about the life that you lead as an entrepreneur. They might ask you questions about what you were like as a high school student. They might ask you questions about your particular business. Maybe they have an intrigue. But I think it would be so valuable for my students to be able to interact with the entrepreneurs that I have on the show. So we're rebranding and we're going to be Business Bros Classroom. 
Uh, and it's really cool because of the stuff that I'm planning on doing inside the classroom, stuff that's already started. So we started school mid-July. And um, if as an educator, I'm required to teach certain things uh, because the state of California says I have to, right? I have to meet certain standards. So part of the class is, major part of the class is the bookwork and the standards that we have to meet for school. But I get some flexibility, which means I get to have some creativity on the other parts of class. And so part of this rebrand is bringing the podcast into the, into the, into the classroom. But the other side of that is why, why would I want to bring this concept or this, this business into the classroom? And it's really simple at at school. The big mantra for the students is to get them college and career ready. Right. And I believe that for the most part, they're getting college ready in all their other classes, but very few of them get them career ready. And so in our class, we get to talk about amazing stuff like you know, how to buy a house, how to buy a car, auto insurance. We talk about taxes. We talk about lending. We talk about all kinds of real life things that the students need to take with them so that they can potentially be successful in life, right? So in class, part of what we're doing is the kids are creating and building businesses. And they're, they're not super complex businesses. I've tried it in the past. I haven't been as successful as I wanted to in the past. This time I'm doing things a little bit different. I've given them some choices, right? They really only got three choices in their business models. Choice number one um, is affiliate marketing. So they get to sell and uh, market other people's products. Uh, the reason why I chose affiliate marketing versus other ones is because they don't have to build or create the product or service that they're, that they're selling. All they get to focus their attention on is on the sales and marketing side of it, but still have and learn how to generate revenue inside the classroom. I think that's phenomenal. Another uh, another way they can, another business model they can use is a print-on-demand, very similar to affiliate marketing, uh, where they're only focusing their attention on products or services that they can either create themselves or have somebody else print and ship the product. They don't have to do it themselves in classroom. Um, it's only because of logistics and stuff. So those are the two major, uh, two businesses that most of the kids pick. The other one is going to be more along the lines of sh- social media marketing. And the objective there is to get my students understanding the difference between being consumers of content and creators of content. And hopefully they can learn to become social media managers, uh, manage some accounts, especially since for the most part, most of you entrepreneurs who come on the show, they're looking, you guys are looking for exposure. That's the reason why you're on the show. And social media is one of those ways that we can uh, enhance your exposure. We already do social media management here on the Business Bros podcast. Why not train my students to learn some of the same things that we're already implementing? So it's super cool. Uh, that's the, that's the rebrand that we're moving. We're moving things into the classroom. Plus I had all and everything that we do outside of the classroom now joins with the things that, that the kids are learning inside the classroom. Downside, I don't get the background anymore. I got, I got a pretty cool backdrop that, uh, that's been developed over the last uh, four years of doing the podcast. All the cool swag that's on the wall is from guests that have been on the show. So it's super cool to have stuff back here. The background in my classroom, probably not so cool, but maybe we'll work some stuff up uh, to, to help there. So those are the three business models. So they can do affiliate marketing, they can do print on demand, they can be social media managers. And then for the kids that really don't jive with that, right, they're going to work for me. And what they're going to end up doing is documenting the process that we're creating in the classroom. So they get to document me interacting with the with the groups that are building their businesses. They get to 
record and document the kids as they develop their ideas in their businesses, as they try different types of content, as they fail and when they create content and nobody sees it, nobody looks at it, no sales are made. But at the same time, they also get to document all the cool stuff that happens. That's like the first time the kids make a sale or uh, when they have a when they have a big win, they get the they create a content piece that maybe goes viral or gets a you know a couple thousand views or they you know all these different things that happen in a business, the ups and the downs. That other team that doesn't really want to get involved, that's going to be their job and documenting the process. So it's super cool to be able to see this stuff. And I know uh, throwing some red flags up there, right? Because most teachers don't open their classroom to the outside world seeing what's going on. And I'm definitely going to be doing that. I want essentially, and this is what I pitched to my kids. I was like, look, my goal when doing this, my goal is very simple. I want to be able to point to a kid and say, see that kid right there? That kid made enough money his senior year in high school to buy his parents a house. That kid over there, he made enough money in his senior year to buy his car. Or that kid over there, he made enough money his senior year to pay for his entire college tuition. Like that's the vision that I have for my students. Why wait until after graduation for them to learn how to be entrepreneurs when we can teach them right there in the classroom to give them the opportunity to have that extra bit of income, that side hustle, and most of all, to develop a skill that they can take with them. I mean, we're building little companies in the classroom. There's no reason why at the end of the semester or at the end of the year, they can't take this little business that they created and take it with them, right? Continue to work on these projects or walk away and cash out and and have something to stand for other than the letter grade. I just feel it's so powerful when the kids are actually doing the work and interacting with whatever the scenario is so that they have an outcome that they can measure, that they can be proud of, that they can utilize, right? Grades are cool. Grades are great. They get good grades in the classroom. Uh, you know, they get different awards in school, gives them the opportunity to go to college, but not all kids are heading that route. And so this gives us an opportunity to create something new and innovative and different and real in the classroom. I mean, I remember growing up, we had home ec and, and auto shop and wood shop and all kinds of different things that you can do in classroom to learn real skills that were applicable in real life. But today you don't really have those opportunities as much as at least not at our school. They have, you know, they have great medical pathways and certain programs for students and athletes. And our school is phenomenal. Robotics. I mean, a lot of opportunities, but this sort of stuff, not necessarily there. And I'm sure it doesn't exist at this level that I want to build it to in other schools. So if my kids are able to do it successfully in the classroom and I can document the process, then it's not just something that benefits our students in my classroom. It's something that that can potentially benefit anyone who's looking to become an entrepreneur to see these things go through. And so I'm talking with my team here, right? My team is the kids that are working on just our documentation process. And the, the scenario we come up we come up with is this is the Business Bros Classroom class of 2023. And it's going to be filmed based on, you know, this, by the way, the way it's going to be filmed and the way it's going to be designed is all based on how the kids decide, decide to do it. And so they're thinking reality TV, right? That's how they, they envision it. And it gives them a good idea as how they want to document this process, how they're going to create some content pieces. And some of the skills that we're learning are... Super impressive, uh, I think, anyways. For example, 
this week, the kids have put together their teams, their corporations. Uh, they've gone through their articles of incorporation, so they understand a little bit about contracts and stuff. And today's Monday. So today we sat down and we went through Monday goal setting. Again, a practical skill that you can use in everyday life, not just in business, but it's definitely more beneficial in your business life if you can set goals and, uh, and action plans to attain those goals and how you're going to get there. So today the activity was simple, right? After we did the book work, the activity was simple. You got a goal sheet. And so I walked around and I was like, look, we're going to set our three goals. Step one is we're going to brainstorm. What are all the things we have to do? And then prioritize. And so the kids you know, made their list of all the things they have to do. We went through, we prioritized some of them and they made goal number one, goal number two, goal number three. And then right after they have their three goals, they created three action items for each goal that would help them achieve the goal that they set for themselves. So they have three goals for the week. They have three action items for each goal to help them attain that. And then we set their KPIs on the back. Now in school, we don't call those KPIs, right? We call them grading rubrics, but it's the same thing. It's tell me what an A looks like. If you completed all these tasks, what is, you know, excellent KPI numbers? What does that look like? What is the metric that we can measure that this task, this goal that you set for yourself has been completed? So they set their goals, they set their action items, and they set their grading metrics. So an A looks like this, a B looks like this, a C looks like this. And the goal, the, the idea behind setting these goals is that when they come to class, for example, when they come to their next class, now they have their goals. They know exactly what they need to complete for this week. They know who's responsible for what. They know what that next step is going to be. And I'm not, I don't have to be there pushing them forward. But on Friday, we're going to evaluate where they're at. Right? We get to look. These are the goals that you set for yourself. This is how we know whether or not you achieve those goals. They set their goal. They set their grade. I'm just evaluating the process. Right. And the coolest part, the best part is what's going to happen on Friday, because, yes, we get to see what the grade is going to be. And in school, that's important. That's awesome. But there are two questions at the end of that week sheet, at the end of that goal sheet, which is what went well and what can you improve on? And this is where I explain to my students is that right now they're getting started. They have an idea of what the business is, but they don't know what they don't know. And how many of us go through that same thing when we're starting something? We have an idea of what we want to do. When we started the podcast, I was like, look, the goal is to get to a thousand episodes and hopefully by a thousand episodes, we'll have millions of fans, right? The goal was set, but I didn't know what I didn't know at the beginning. I didn't know about editing or doing a, a video or you know, do, on streaming online. Like none of that was something that popped in my head at the beginning. I only learned those things as I took action on any one of the beginning steps, which is I'm going to start a podcast. Step one, what do I need to do? Order equipment, right? That's my goal. What are the action plans? Pick a microphone, make sure that you pay for it. It gets shipped to your house and set it up, right? Action items to get started. And that's how we progressively do things. At the end of the week, when we evaluate, what I warned them about was they may have set a goal that they thought they could accomplish in a week. And at the end we evaluate and it's like, whoa, that was just, I bit off way more than I could chew. That goal was too big and that's okay. Because we assess at the end of the week. Now we can take, right, they took action. They realized that the action they were taking would require more steps or more equipment or more whatever. And at the end of the week, we can assess what we need to improve on so that when we set the goals that incoming week, 
Now maybe it's like, look, that thing that we didn't tackle, that is definitely a priority. But in order for that to happen, these are the three goals. Let's break it down even further. Because at the end of the day, it's not going from zero to making a million dollars. It's the progress in between that we need to perfect. It's the journey in the process to taking on that next step and solving that next problem. That's where the difference happens. That's where winning happens. Those are small little wins and you just continue to stack up win after win after win after win. And that's the training that I'm trying to get my students in the habit of. Set the goals. What are the action plans or the action items to achieve that goal? How do I know I've completed it? And then assess and then let's fix it, modify, adapt, and keep going. So for me, a thousand episodes, amazing milestone. Now we're rebranding and I'm bringing everything that I've learned from all the entrepreneurs that have been on the show. I'm bringing everything that I've learned in my, well now, like 20 years of experience in business, right? Taking all that and bringing it into the classroom and teaching 17-year-old kids how to be entrepreneurs. And the coolest thing is I get to bring in this show. I get to bring in the experience that I've had and how to interview people. I get to bring the experience of what I've done in creating a podcast that gets booked out 10 weeks in advance. I get to bring all these amazing people like yourselves, the entrepreneurs out there who are doing the thing every single day. I get to bring you into the classroom and my students get to ask some amazing questions and learn. I mean, I always say it on the show. Every time an entrepreneur comes on, it's like I'm plugged into the matrix. I get to learn from their experiences and their wisdom and their their industry and ask questions and learn about their mindset and some of their routines and the things they do to be successful. And it's selfish if I'm the only one who learns from it. So having a podcast or having this sort of way of creating content and then bringing it into the classroom, now I get to share all those tools, wisdoms, and experiences with my students. That's the rebrand that we're working on. So uh, I think I got one uh, one event that's scheduled in, in August that already hit that uh, that early in the morning phase, but most of them are starting to book up in October. So if you're interested in being on the Business Bros podcast and you want to be inside the classroom, uh, maybe not physically, you'll be interviewed uh, you know, on, on a platform like this, but you get to be in the classroom with the students and having them ask you questions about that stuff. Make sure you guys go to businessbros.biz, click on the Book a, book a podcast or be a guest on the podcast uh, and, and see what dates are available. Book those up because it's super interesting, super cool to be able to bring it back and, and show my students what the, what's up. I mean, again, the goal at the end of the year is to have these kids making real dough, making some real money, learning some real skills. Uh, and and I hope to be able to present that to you guys. That's the that's the big one for me. That's what the rebrand is all about. I'm hoping that I can I can bring this knowledge to my classroom, show the students how effective life can be with a little bit of extra cash, how much time they'll be able to buy, how many opportunities they'll be able to see if I could just open their their eyes to that entrepreneurial door, right? So that's what the rebrand is all about. So thousand episodes, milestone number one, rebrand Business Bros Classroom. And then of course, the second milestone uh, for me was, it was my birthday yesterday. I turned 40 years old, the big 4-0. Um, I don't know about you guys, but anybody who's who's reached that 40 marker, I, I remember thinking, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, that 40 was like, 40 was old. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, 40 was old. And now I'm here. Right now I'm sitting here at 40 years old thinking, whoa. Normally in the past, um, I'm not really a fan of my birthday. Like, I always felt like I'd get to a year, a birthday year, and I'm I'm never where I intended to be. 
I'm always further along than I thought I was, but never where I intended to be. I'd start questioning myself. And I know there's a lot of people out there that kind of get that way, especially the older we get. Like, what have I done with my life? But lately I've had this, um, my own personal mindset shift uh, and trying to get back to even even like my high school days, right? And in high school, I had this, I was talking to my wife the other day about how my senior year in high school, I had supreme confidence. I mean, borderline conceited, right? But the truth of the matter is I knew what I was doing every day. I knew where I was going. Um, I, I, I wanted to play baseball the best I possibly can. I played it all day long. Like everything I ever wanted, I worked for and I was achieving that senior year, right? And so that confidence was, was through the roof. I mean, I could, I feel like I could talk to any girl and I wouldn't have any confidence issue. I can hop on the baseball field, no problem. I mean, school and doing my work, I was, I was nailing it, right? I had all, I was, I was firing on all cylinders my senior year in high school. So what happens? What happens when we start to grow up? And I feel like part of that is, is we conform to what other people think our expectation is supposed to be a life. We start comparing ourselves and, and especially now with social media, we're looking at other people and we're like, gosh, they have such an amazing life. And we forget that this is the life that we have, that the, we can look at all those fabulous Instagrammable moments, but this is our life, this one that we have right here. And so for me, the work I've been doing on my own mental state is to build that confidence in myself again, right? to, to focus my attention on these positive things that I have in my life, the thousand episodes in the podcast, the, uh, the lives that I get to change in the classroom, my, my beautiful, you know, amazing kids that I, that I get to spend every single day with, the wife that I have in my life that's here like to back me up and, and have spent the last 20 years of my life with. Like all these great things that I have in my life, focusing my attention on the positive versus on the things that you don't have. And it really comes down to that one thing. And I listen to this uh, almost every morning. It's Earl Nightingale's Strangest Secret. But the gist of it is you become what you think about. Like your mind has such rich nutrients like soil that if you plant any negative seeds, it will nourish those negative seeds and sprout out things in a negative way, negative feelings, negative thoughts. Uh, that whole idea of you just don't have enough scarcity right? If you, if you allow those thoughts in your mind, that's what you're going to put out. So I'm mentally trying to make sure that I block out any negativity that I possibly can in my life, that I wake up every day and I have the same routine. I, try, I cross the 40-year threshold and I'm in the best physical shape I've ever been in my entire life because I'm changing that mindset of, I can't afford it? No, hell no. I'm going to afford it. I'm going to get that. Right? I'm not in good shape. No, I am in good shape. I'm not a morning person. No, I wake up in the morning, early in the morning. Like I am fill in the blank versus I wish I was or someday maybe or I could possibly get there. No, I am. I am is the mindset that I've been shifting my own self to, to focus my attention on what I believe. Like I, I know I can achieve that thing. There's nothing that's going to stop me from getting in the way. And for me, the big thing right now is the rebrand. I know that I can take my skills and apply them in the classroom and teach my students how to be successful entrepreneurs. 
or at least give them the opportunity to see that there's a whole other way of being successful and a whole other way of living life the way they want to on their terms because they can do it. That's the shift. That's something for me, like being 40 years old, I also really don't care what other people have to say anymore. You know, when we first started the podcast, they'd laugh at us. Now they ask us for advice. That's how the cookie crumbles, right? A thousand episodes in, you have credibility. 40 years old, you somehow develop some wisdom. Each one of these milestones that you're crossing, they're big. And we have multiple ways at, uh, of viewing all these different things. I could look at 40 love, like, you know, I'm on my way down. Halfway through life. This is where the bad half happens, where you get older. Or you could look at it in a positive light. You got blessed with 40 years of life. Like every day you wake up, it's a win. Not just that, you have a beautiful home and a beautiful family. And you get to wake up early. You get to be in good shape. You get to inspire the youth. You get to motivate your students to be successful. Like perspective is everything. These milestones, you know, I, I, I was really debating whether I wanted to do like a, a, an amazing thousandth episode. And then at the end, I was like, you know what? It's not even about the thousand. It's about how good I've gotten at doing this every day. My wife made a comment, which is, uh, which is absolutely true. But see, I'm not, I'm, I'm, although I come off as an extrovert, I, I go hop online, I do a lot of video content, I do all kinds of stuff like that. The reality is I'm very introverted. Like I don't really go out much. So even like doing 40th birthday party, it wasn't as like, you'd think I throw a huge party, but I didn't. This is something really small, right? And, and my wife was like, you know, you're not really big on decorations. You're not big on that. She said, I bet you probably would just prefer that if people came over, had a good time, and then they did business with your, uh, with your taco buddies, like that would work out. That's the ideal party for you. And she's absolutely right. I loved having a party, but for me, it was like, if I could put something together and my partner's over here with Cheeky Tacos, if I can get them booked in a couple parties over this weekend and, and I help do that, to me, that makes me happy, right? To watch and help other people succeed, to, to help build Cheeky Tacos and help them get, uh, get bookings and build a business where they can have their own life and control of their own finances, uh, to, to help uh, Dignified Memories is another one of our clients to grow another business from scratch and give them the opportunity to take control of their own finances. A couple hundred bucks a month from a side hustle could be the difference between paying a car payment, paying your rent, or just having that you know weight lifted off your shoulders because that couple hundred bucks can make a difference if you knew how to earn it, if you knew how to develop it. But most people just weren't taught. They just didn't know that it was an opportunity. But my students will. Everything we do in life, we get to teach other people. I'm looking forward to teaching everything I've learned through my own experience in business, through a thousand episodes and interviewing the, inter the entrepreneurs here on this space. And I'm excited to be able to bring that into the classroom. Hopefully you can tell by my voice. 
So here's to another thousand episodes. Here's to my 40s where I actually feel like I'm still in my 20s. And here's to a rebrand of Business Bros Classroom. I look forward to keeping you guys up to date and you'll start seeing a shift in our content as we start creating content that's more about documenting what you see in the classroom. Uh, and hopefully you guys are there to root on uh, my students and give them the support that they need so that they become successful entrepreneurs in their own right. All right, ladies and gents, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.